0: Thank you for joining us for another podcast from Covenant Community Church. And now, today's message from Senior Pastor John Lofton. Amen. Amen. See, listen, listen, listen to me very closely here. You cannot have power without a source. See, these lights here just don't come on. These lights are connected to the source. Now we know that we have a power company or an electric source. Now, they transfer power throughout all of the city. Now the power that comes from that plant is so powerful that what they have to do is they have to step down that power to make it usable. That's why when you look outside and you look on those poles outside, you see something called a transformer. So what a transformer does, it steps down the power. So you might have 128,000 volts that come from the power plant, but all we need is 220 or 120. So what you need is a transformer. So on one side, you got the power. And then when it comes out of the other side, that transformer steps down the power so that that power is usable. Now, I have a lamp here Pastor Tim brought to me. This, this lamp has a purpose. The purpose of this lamp is to light up. Uh-huh. Now, this lamp has a cord. The lamp has a purpose. But right now, the lamp can't operate in its purpose because it's not plugged up. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Come on. And before this lamp can operate in its purpose giving light, the lamp has to be plugged up to a source. That's right. That's right. Now, you can say, I am the light, but if you're not plugged up, <laughs> so when you get connected to the power source, turn this around, then the light comes on. Yeah, yeah. Now, unfortunately, some people claim to be plugged up, but the light is off. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you're plugged up to the source and you turn your light on, you should have light. Amen. One of the problems in the church is not that they're not plugged up. It's just that they're not usable. See, that transformer... Allows that power source from from a Duke Energy or whoever, Union Power, to be usable. That transformer is a type of the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit is your regulator. Because you can't handle all of the power that's coming from heaven. That power has to be stepped down. Because if God gave you all of that power in your little body, he will blow you up. So he gives us something called the Holy Ghost. It's a transformer. The transformer steps down the power from God so we can be usable. And the problem with people who claim to have an anointing and they're breaking up churches and they profit to people is they don't have a transformer. And they don't know how to operate in a power source. Are you connected to the right source? You've got to turn the light on. There are some things that are going to hit your house. You better know you're connected to the right source. Even though you got all that power coming from the electric company, the power we're going to talk about today is much greater than any power company. Amen. See, the power we're going to talk about today, that power can transform a pimp into a prophet. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So y'all don't know what I'm talking about. See, it's that kind of power that can transform an addict into an apostle. See, see, you don't know what I'm talking about here. See, 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 it's that kind of power that turns sinners into saints. That's some power, right? That's somebody say that's some power. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, it's the transforming power of God that changes us from who we used to be to who we should be. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. New creature. New creature. You're something new. You're something that has never been before. Come on, somebody. You ain't never been, you, you ain't never been saved before. You're new. So now God gives you a transformer so that you can use his power. Uh-huh. 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 Okay. All right. I have five people that like that one. So that's good. That's good. That's good. So we're rolling now. We're rolling. Now, Now listen, let's get to Jairus here because we got to understand sometimes when stuff hits your house, you will stop doing what you used to do and start doing something different. And it's amazing that something got to get you before you get it. And on it's him. See, sometimes something's got to happen to you before you go to him. Glory. I'm preaching better than y'all letting on, but that's all right. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on going. See, for years, for years, Jairus had performed his priestly duties in the synagogue. For years, Jairus had never seen any miracles in the house of God. For years, Jairus had never seen a withered hand healed right there before his very eyes. For years, Jairus had never seen deaf ears open. For years, Jairus had never seen mute tongues talking. For years, Jairus had never seen the dead raised from the dead. For years, Jairus had never seen a man walk up to a funeral in the city of Nain and they were walking out with his son and the boy was dead and he touched the coffin and the boy rose up so he brought resurrection power to a coffin for years. Jairus had never seen anybody operate with power and authority, but Jairus kept doing the same old thing. Operating in his ritualistic duties without any power. For years he did this. He went on and on and on. But one day, Jairus experienced something that was so devastating That Jairus had to rethink his posture. Uh, (laughs) Hallelujah. Jairus now says, now I got to connect my problem Uh with God. So Jairus said, for years, I've been doing this the same way for years. Now I got something going on in my house that I need corrected. So I can't keep doing the same things. And come on, I can't, can't keep just going to church and doing the same thing in church. But then I got something going on in my house. But I'm going to church. But nothing is changing in my house. But I'm at church. I'm going through my little routine. I showed up, paid my little tithe. I went to church. But I got something going on in my house. And sometimes, saints of God, you can come to church, but you might have to change your posture. Uh Sometimes to get something you've never had, you've got to do something you've never done. Talk to me, somebody. So I'm going to give you three actions. All I got is three. Somebody say three. three. All I got is three things I want to share with you today to bring resurrection power to your house. How many of you want it? Amen. I got just three. Somebody say all he has is three. All he has three. So, so listen to this. Check this out. Three attributes to bring resurrection power to your house. Are you ready? Yeah, right. Here's the first one. Desperation. Yeah. Desperation you have to be desperate to know the source. Desperation. Are you desperate for God? Are you desperate to worship? Are you desperate to praise him? Are you desperate to study and read his word? Are you desperate to be the man that God called you to be? Are you desperate to be the woman that God called you to be? Are you desperate to be the child of God that God called you to be? Are you desperate to be the husband? Are you desperate to be the wife that God has called you to be? You got to be desperate. You got to be desperate for God. Sometimes you're going to have to grab the ankles of the Lord of glory in front of everybody and say, God, I don't care who sees me. I got to have more of you because I'm desperate. The house of God is not desperate enough. And we got to get desperate for God. Jairus got hit with something in his house that caused a man to be desperate. (laughs) He was a chief of the synagogue. Now, what does that mean? That means that he was very closely related to the Pharisees. And the Pharisees hated Jesus. Listen, listen, you got you to see this, saints. He was, had a chief seat. He wasn't just somebody that showed up for church. He was a priest. This priest could have lost everything just by going to Jesus. You got to understand something here. The way he was taught is to have book knowledge. So the way he was taught, Jesus was the enemy. So when you have a devout, ritualistic, religious man Uh Uh beginning to defy his traditions... Because the traditions of man can't heal you. Jairus knew that because he had been operating in traditionalism year after year after year after year. year. And he noticed something that was happening with Jesus Christ, the king, that everywhere he went, people got healed. People got saved. People got delivered. People rose up from their beds. People got up off of their mats. People began to get up out of their coffins, People walked out of a tomb. He he began to see, I got trouble in my house and I got to get desperate and my desperation would take me outside of my tradition. The reason people stay under that mess of traditionalism is they ain't desperate enough. See, they ain't had something to hit the house yet. We got to get desperate for God. We got to get desperate for him, saints. Write this down. I shared this earlier. You will never possess what you're unwilling to pursue. And until you get desperate, there's some things that God has for us, but we can't get it because we ain't desperate enough. We're not desperate enough for him. Listen, desperation will tell you how hungry you are. See, let me tell you something about hungry people. See, if I had a loaf of bread up here, and I was in one of those places in Africa that hadn't eaten for months, that bread wouldn't be up here. They will run me down to get to that loaf of bread because they're desperate. I preach the bread every Sunday. But because people aren't desperate enough. They think they are full, but in a the spirit, they look like they're malnutrition. they ain't desperate. Outside, they go to church, and they hey ha, ba, and they run all around the church. But God looks down, and he sees a little pot belly Christian oh, come on. with nothing in them but fakery and nonsense and mess full of strife and racism. Yeah, yeah, you little Christian in the church. Because they're not desperate to grab the ankles of God. Desperation caused this ruler of the synagogue to defy all of his traditions to come to Jesus to worship. What is it going to (laughs) take for us to break down and fall at the feet of Jesus? Mm -hmm. And just say, Lord, I need you. See, you notice the words of Jairus? He said, my daughter, I, my daughter need, I need you, Jesus. See, that's desperation. Desperation is God. I, you got to come to my house. I need you to come to my house. I got something dying in my house, Lord. I got something in my house. I can't fix it myself. I need you. I need you in my house. I gotta get you in my house, God. I don't care what it takes. Come hell or high water. I don't care how many friends walk away from me. I don't care how many church members walk away from me. I don't care who supports me. I don't care who doesn't support me. I don't care what I gotta lose, God, because I got something in my house, and I gotta have you in my house. And as long as I can get to you, and as long as I can worship you, and as long as I can defy the the, the man in me, so that I can get the God in you, then I'm gonna do exactly what I need to do. In Anyway, yeah. come on, somebody. Yeah. Glory, somebody shout, Glory. 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 We gotta get desperate. We gotta get desperate. The Bible says in, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, it said, Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Let me give you another scripture about desperation. Uh, the psalmist said this. He said, My soul, yes, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. That's a man that's desperate. That's a man that's got to get to God. Desperation is the first way that we can bring resurrection power to our house. It's got to start with us. And sometimes we got to break traditions. Because it's traditions that's got a stronghold on a lot of Christians yes, sir. Yes, sir. a lot of Christians come to church dragging a chain And when they leave they got the same chain They still hateful They still got bitterness They don't forgive anybody you know and you need to forgive your family member, but you won't do it But because you weren't desperate enough God couldn't change your heart while you waiting on somebody else to change God is saying I want you to change and the change and you change other people See, that's the problem. We ain't desperate enough. We ain't desperate enough to say, God, you're going to have to change me. You're going to have to get something out of me. you got to get this stuff out of me. you got to get this hatred and this bitterness and this racism and this bigotry. you got to get all this stuff out of me, God, because before you, I don't want anything to block your light. I'm telling you right now, we got to get desperate, saints of God. we got to get desperate in prayer. we got to get desperate in worship. There is no way that we should come to church at 10 o'clock and this church is not full, ready to worship. Until you get desperate. And you shouldn't have to wait for something to hit your house before you get desperate for God. So many people, something happened in your house. Here they come to church. (laughs) Pastor, I need you to pray for me. I got something going on in my house. Where were you last Sunday? Oh, no, y'all don't like this kind of preaching right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to tell you the truth. Right, right. Something happened. Here they come. As soon as everything is all right, there they go. Then they call us. <laughs> Just so many things happening. You ain't been to church. <laughs> See, let me, let me explain something. Let me explain something to you, church. See, if you call this your church home, right? Yeah. Now, for the people that hadn't joined, this is not for you. This is for the people who are partners of this church. Something you need to understand that's critical. When I preach and when these ministers preach, we're giving you what you need that's going to help you attack the enemy out there. Amen. If you're not here to get armed up with what we're preaching. You're still going to fight the same devils that everybody else is fighting. You're just going to fight them without armor. That's a spiritual reality. Otherwise, leave this church. Go find the church that you can show up at so that you can get the word from that church. I'm all right with you leaving covenant. Just don't get out of the kingdom. See, because what God has for me. It is for me and it come hell how it don't matter who wants to stay or who wants to go because what God has for this church let me let me let me break it down for you what God has for you it is for you it don't matter how many people walk away from you it don't matter how many people talk bad about you what God has for you it is for you can't nobody touch what God has you and you can't curse what God has already blessed. wow I'm bringing resurrection power to my house. Good is of life. Y'all ready for the second one? You sure? Good God almighty. So we gotta get desperate him if we're going to bring resurrection power to our house we got to get desperate we got to get desperate desperate i'm talking about this is the kind of desperation that you'll be at the kitchen sink washing dishes weeping See, that's desperation because you know, God, I got to get you to come through on this thing right here. My my A plan failed, my B plan didn't work, and my C plan, and my D, and my E, and the F, and my 1, and the 2, and the 3, all of that have failed, God. I gotta, I need you, Jesus. I got to have you in my life, God. If you don't come through, God, it's not going to be done. God, if you don't heal my body, it's not going to be healed. God, if you don't bring me that check, I can't pay what I need to pay. God, if you don't open that door, I can't go through it, God, and you're the only one that can do it, because you are the power source. And I'm desperate for you. I gotta have you, God. I gotta have, you. I gotta, have you. I gotta have you. I gotta have more of God. I'm desperate for him, saints. I gotta have more of Jesus in my life. See, we can't be playing church games. We gotta get Desperate. See, this goes way beyond your little license or your little title. (laughs) I don't care about none of it. If I don't have a real relationship with him, none of that matters. When you come into this church and you don't feel the power of God, why are we here? I'm desperate for him. Don't let me be more desperate for him than you. Y'all want number two? Desperation. Dedication. Even though you have to be desperate to know the source, you have to be dedicated to trust his time. goodness gracious of life. Verse 35 says, While he was still speaking, some came from the rulers of the synagogue's house and said, Your daughter is dead. Don't trouble the master. See, one thing that happened, saints of God, when Jairus came to Jesus, Jesus says, I'm coming to your house. See, so you got to, man, I'm painting a picture. I'm, man, you got to see this. This, this. this is amazing. Jairus was desperate. Jesus didn't bring up Jairus's past. He didn't turn to Jairus and say, Jairus, you've been serving in that church with no power all these years. He didn't turn to Jairus and ju- said, Jairus, you know, you know you got a drinking problem. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't turn to Jairus and said, Jairus, you know, you need to straighten up your life. Uh-huh. When Jesus turned around to Jairus and Jairus was desperate and worshiped him, Jesus says, Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, come on, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Yes. See, see, because Jairus had the right posture. His posture gave Jesus permission. See, y'all don't understand what I'm talking about today. See, some of y'all, your posture ain't right. And you come to church and you're trying to worship like this. Your posture is wrong. And then you wonder why God ain't moving because he don't have permission. Come on. You coming in here like, like like God owes you something. He don't owe you jack. And I got good in ghetto then. He don't owe you anything. But if you get your posture right, you give God permission. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe some of y'all are not gonna get it until you need resurrection power in your house. But I'm trying to teach you. I'm trying to give you some tools that you can use. You might not need it today, but I would rather you have a tool that you don't need than to need a tool that you do not have. Come on, come on. Whoa, that bald headed rascal preacher now! This woman, they walking. Listen, Jairus is excited. Jesus, the resurrection and the life is coming to my house. Y'all don't understand. I'm walking with Jesus. We're getting ready to go to my house. He's getting ready to change my house. He's getting ready to raise my daughter. He's walking with me. He's talking with me. Whoa, I got a little more pep in my step because Christ is walking with me. But something happened. Uh While they were on their way, there was somebody just as desperate (laughs) as Jairus. (laughs) So Jairus now, he's excited, but then Jesus stops. Uh Now, I'm I'm thinking Jairus is saying, now, Jesus, come on now. Uh (laughs) Now, Lord, I know what you said back then, but I see you. Stopping. See, see, this gets back to dedication. See, dedication means faithfulness. So Jairus now is saying, Jesus, I need you to get to my house because I got a situation that's going on in my house. But Jesus stops. So it's almost as if Jairus is saying, well, well, maybe Jesus is not going to come to my house. Maybe Jesus is not going to answer my prayer. Well, well, Jesus is hesitating. No, it's not that he's hesitating. It's just that it's in his timing. Because it wasn't Jairus' time, it was her time. See, you might not understand why God does what he does, but this woman was desperate. She had spent all of her money. The doctors could not help her. So this woman said, I heard about Jesus. And she said, if I could just but touch the hem of his garment, I won't just be healed. I will be made whole. This woman got in the press. Between men and people stepping on her and people talking about her and people ridiculing her. See, sometimes when you got to get to God, you got to get rid of all the people who are talking bad about you. You got to get in the press. You got to keep on walking. You got to keep going towards Jesus. No matter how many people talk bad about you, you got to keep on going to God because they don't have what you need. God has it. She touched a hymn. uh, of his garment, but because of her faith, the Bible said, virtue went out of Jesus, and Jesus was walking. He said, Who touched my clothes? W- was it you? You touched me? Who touched you was it you? You did you touch me? Who touched me? And the disciples said, Jesus, hold on. There's a whole lot of people around here touching you. What do you mean, who touched my clothes? See, this this is the difference about being around Christ and Christ being in you. See. See, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So, so, so listen, Jesus says, somebody touch me with some faith. Everybody that come to church don't come with faith. And if you come with faith, you got the ability to stop Christ in his tracks. Boy, I don't know if that means anything to you. But the song says, pass me not, O God. Hear my humble cry. But I plead with you, don't pass me by. And so if you don't want Jesus to pass you by, you might have to break down. You might have to get desperate and stay dedicated to what you're doing. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus said, daughter, your faith has made thee well. See, this woman was just as desperate. As Jairus. So let me, let me tell you now, I don't know if you've had the opportunity to have a experience like this in this church and you be, believe in God for it, but yet your answer is delayed. Dedication is important, but let, let me share this with you. The same faith we had when we came to Jesus must be the same faith when we get a different answer than what we expected. Amen. Oh, glory. See, that's why we got to be dedicated. See, see, we just can't want Jesus when he's answered. He answers my prayer. I just love Jesus. He just blesses me. But then when the answer don't come, and you just step out with Christ. See, that, see, you don't want a real. See, let me tell you the difference between people who just date God and people who are really married to him. See, see, see the people that you're married to, that, that's a difference. See, there's a covenant there. See, if you just date God, you fall out with him. Why? Because there's there's no covenant there. There's no commitment there. See, if you're just dating God, it's easy just to step out of church because it's a date anyway. And I didn't like this date. He wasn't the right tall. He wasn't tall enough. The eyes wasn't the right color and hair wasn't long enough. And he just didn't look like that cool drink of water I was looking for in the first place in a man. And, and you know, I got to find another cool drink of water. So let me go to Islam and see if that man looks like somebody. That I want to date and and you don't like that man because of sharia law and you're a woman and You said no, I ain't wearing all that stuff. That's too hot. I can't go there So let me go date another man Let me try hinduism and let me just believe in incarnation and, and let me just go home and he want me, want me, want me. Let me just get better about my life so I can feel good about myself. Well, I don't like that man Well, let me try Scientology Let me let them hook me up with a couple of electric probes and, and shock me so that I can <laughs> believe in myself That there's something greater inside of me. Let me shock it out of me, you know, so Scientology Might be uh, the the way to go Well maybe maybe there is no God So let me try another date Let me go out on a date with atheism Because there is no God And and if there is no God I must be my own God And and if that didn't work Let me just try another date Let me try secular humanism Uh, Let me just go to Oprah So Oprah can tell me That I need to get in touch With my inner self That we are our own God And, And if that don't work Let me try another date Let me go out with existentialism Which believes that we don't need A true and living God God, that we are our own God. Uh, let me just try that God. If that, if that man don't work, let me try another man called relativism. And relativism says, you know what? It might not be right for you, but it's right for me because, you know, we're just dating right now. We're just trying to figure this thing out right now. I'm not committed to you right now. My Lord. Come on. Teach it. Amen. Amen. And in a in a marriage, you got to be dedicated Amen. because everything... Ain't going to be roses. Amen. Amen. Right, baby. Amen. <laughs> Glory. I almost passed out in the spirit then. Everything ain't going to be roses. David said this in Psalms 43, 5. He said, he said, so why are you cast down and disquieted in me? it thou not in God? But I shall yet praise you. See, when your prayers go unanswered, praise him. When people talk bad about you, praise praise him. him. When your bills still come in, praise praise him. him. When the doctor says cancer, praise praise him. him. When you're feeling depressed, praise praise him. him. When you feel outcast, praise praise him. him. When God says no, praise praise him. When God says yes, praise praise him. him. The Bible says let everything to have breath Sometimes you got to say, "So, why are you qu- disquieted in me? Hoping thou not in God, I shall yet praise him. See, you got to get a yet praise in your spirit. See, Dedication will give you a yet praise. I, 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 I know you said you was going to help me and you just stabbed me in my back, but yet I'm going to praise God. I know that person said, you know what? I'm going to write you a check for the ministry because I believe in you. And when you walk away and you don't see a check, I'm going to praise him. Just praise him. Just praise him. See, what happened, Saints of God, is when Jairus he was trusting God, and in the middle of trusting God, you gotta see something here. So, verse 35. While he was still speaking, he was talking to a desperate woman, while Jesus was still speaking. Some, ca- some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, your daughter is dead. Why, troubleth the master. And as soon as Jesus heard what was spoken, he said to the ruler, do not be afraid. Only believe. So you've been desperate, but now you've got to be dedicated. Because now it seems as though your answer has been delayed. So, the question is, what do you do, saints of God, when you've been believing God for a miracle in your house, but you don't see the miracle in your house yet, but you see God working in somebody else's house? Boy, 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 that old bald headed Indian trail preacher giving y'all some good stuff right now. I'm telling you right now. See, see, what do you do? You praise him anyhow. Right? You're praising. You're praising. While Jairus was saying, wow, that is awesome. That Oh, I praise God. Girl, you got your healing, Jairus. Yo, no, don't worry about it. Hold on, hold on. Man, did you see? Did you see how Jesus healed this woman? She was sick for 12 years. You don't understand. The woman was broke, and she came to Christ. The same Christ that's going to my house. Wait a minute, Jairus. I got to tell you something. Hold on. You got to see the testimony here. I got to praise God for this testimony. Jairus, hold on. I got to tell you something. What, man? Your daughter's dead. What? She is. Mm -hmm. Jairus, don't bother the master anymore. Mm -hmm. It's no need to be dedicated to him. Mm -hmm. See, that's what the world want to tell you. Don't bother Jesus. He didn't answer your prayer. Why are you serving this God anyway? Wait a minute. Isn't he a mean God? He wants you to go to church? Isn't that some kind of mean God? Why are you serving that God? Did he answer your prayer yet? No, he didn't answer my prayer. Well, what kind of God don't answer your prayer? The same God that woke you up. So now, Jesus turns around and he looks at him and he says, Do not be afraid. Only believe. I came to tell somebody in this church this morning do not be afraid. Only believe. When the doctor says something bad, do not be afraid. Only believe. When people walk away from you, do not be afraid. Only believe. When family members talk bad about you, do not be afraid. Only believe. When your past has paralyzed you, do not be afraid. Only believe. Jesus had to get to Jairus because he wanted to make sure that his faith stayed strong in the midst of waiting for his answer. And some people are not dedicated or faithful enough to wait for the answer because you think God is on your time scale.